The opinions and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. This following program is sponsored by Causeway LLC. Information in this broadcast is not intended as an investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa are not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Gather knowledge in the world of cryptocurrency right now on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Matthew is locally based right here in Tulsa. Questions, comments, concerns? Call 918-460-5764 or send us an open mic using the KRMG app. Now, here's Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. And good Sunday evening to you. My name is Russell Mills. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We are live and local in the big city of Tulsa with one of the only radio programs on the planet Earth dedicated 100% to talk about cryptocurrencies, blockchain technologies. You found it. Now, I don't know if you've been tracking the world of finance here over the last week. It's been a little bumpy. Let's say the last month. It's been a lot bumpy. Okay, I ain't going to lie. And it doesn't matter if you're looking at stocks or bonds or treasuries or commodities. It's all been crazy. But what about that world of Bitcoin? What What's going on there? Well, we're going to see if we can get you caught up in all that and tell you how you can Take shelter in the coming storm, all led to safe shores by this guy, our host, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, Russell. That's right. We are on the ride of our lives. And yes, investing can be that way, especially in cryptocurrencies. And as Russell was indicating, stocks, bonds, currencies, they, they all have definitely been volatile lately. And it seems that volatility has been the name of the game for all parts of the market. However... Here in cryptocurrency, this is nothing new for us, and uh, we've had quite a bit of practice. So as an emerging asset class, volatility is usually natural. So don't be surprised. And, it, you know, as far as it uh, not being a good or bad thing, a lot of people debate, is volatility good? Is it bad? Well, I actually don't think it's that bad of a thing. I actually kind of think it's a good thing. Um, we should celebrate it. If you're looking to grow your wealth, sure, it can be scary for many people <clears throat> who don't understand the space just yet. But guess what? The right education and a plan in place, you can succeed. No doubt. Uh, it's just like life. You know, think about life. Your life sometimes is volatile, right? You know, with good, you know, if you, if you actually have a plan and the right education, you too can beat the volatility or beat the odds, I should say. Um, we all experience that. <clears throat> and in studio today... To help me talk about all of this, volatility of life and Bitcoin, is Nick Burns from the Nick and Griff Show. Uh, man, how are you doing? It's so good to have you back in studio. I mean, how's the Bitcoin podcast life going? Man, uh, thanks for having me on again. I'm excited to be here, Matt. Uh, you look great. I wish everybody could see you here live. <laughs> well, uh, pod podca podcast life has been good. You know, we actually took a couple weeks off, which was really nice. Burned some of our old episodes and getting back to it, so we're excited about it. Burned them? What do you mean by burned them? Well, we had some, we had some in the... Uh, in the back that we hadn't quite used yet. And so we got those all posted. So we didn't record for three weeks, which was really nice to kind of take a couple weeks off. Uh, but we're excited about what, uh, what the future of the show is. Well, that's awesome. Well, also in studio for this episode is my good friend, Marquise Dennis. He is the founder of Birthright Living Legacy. Marquise, welcome to the studio, man. Man, so glad to be here. Thank you so much for uh, the invite. And yes, I concur. 
uh, Matt is looking nice and handsome today. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got the maroon uh, uh, memo. Listen, yeah. I, you know, I, I just was trying to fit in. You know, I'm just trying to get in where I fit in. That's it. Well, guys, um, let's let's kick off the show here. Uh, this is my first question for both of you as we tackle this topic. In your own words, um, well, actually, no, let me do this. Before we actually get into the content, I want people to know exactly what you guys do because – a lot of people are going to be listening to the show and mm. be like, hmm, Marquise, sounds cool. Nick, sounds cool. But what are, what are these guys? Why sure. are they on the show? So, yeah. Nick, why don't you go first? Tell everybody what it is exactly you do. We kind of gave a yeah. hint about a podcast. Yeah, I think uh, I think the perspective part is interesting. So, as you mentioned earlier, one of my, my boys, Griff, and I, we do do a podcast together. It's all based about Bitcoin, uh, several other things. But during the week, I spend my time in pre-construction with the Send Commercial Builders here in Tulsa. So, I'm pretty heavily involved in the commercial construction space here in uh, Tulsa. Awesome. Well, Marquise, what about you, man? So, for me, uh, my wife and I actually do a podcast as well for Birthright Living Legacy. Uh, we are a celebration and support organization geared around fathers. Uh, so we do that. And then I also work as the uh, program director over at the Tulsa Dream Center as well. So we we try to just celebrate and support families fully. Uh, and I get to burn that candle at both ends. Well, you're doing a great job. So keep it. it up, man. Keep appreciate it up. It. Well, you guys are definitely two great people to have in studio to talk about our topic today. Volatility, right? Because we know both life, investing and Bitcoin can oh, be yeah. volatile. So um, let's go ahead. All right. Let's talk about this in Bitcoin. There's and Nick knows this all too well uh, in Bitcoin pop culture. We have these terms like diamond hands, hodl, just spelled H-O-D-L, uh, which are terms that can often describe somebody who has conviction or fortitude to make it through volatile moments of the market. On the other side of the coin, no pun intended, we have terms like weak hands or dumb money, no offense, which describes somebody who is easily swayed by the ups and downs of the market. And when we look at life, we often see the same patterns, uh, you know, as far as those who can make it and those who can't. So it t seems to me that uh, emotion plays a lot into this and your ability to manage emotion. But in your mind, what is one strategy that you guys would use in both life and investing and that gets you through those volatile times? Because oftentimes, like I said, it's emotion that can get in the way. Yeah, I think this is an interesting topic here that you're posing. Um, the first thing it makes me think about is altitude. Um, your altitude dictates how far out into the future that you can see. Um, so the higher that your altitude is, the further you're able to see and plan right for the future. Um, and the advice that I give myself in volatile times is to zoom out. Let me increase my altitude so that I can gain more long-term perspective. Um, more, uh, more directly about Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin for me checks all of these long-term boxes. So in volatile times, I'm not shaking my boots. I'm actually stacking more sats. Yeah, that's, good. that's my thought there, Marquis. Yeah, for think? me, um, you know, in the life aspect of it, we see dads that have this situation all the time where, you know, the, 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 the life is starting to hit them from all ends. And we teach them that consistency is one of those seven secrets, uh, fathering, um, you know, just being able to do the things consistently, because if you're consistent, you'll see over time that you'll be able to reach your goal. I'm glad that you said that about the altitude, because if you don't have your vision, 
played out for what your destination is. You know, when you start to change all the time, it starts to make people antsy. It starts to make your kids and your wife or your, your significant other very anxious. And then it creates a, a volatile situation for, for the home. And then mm. small things start to just really bother you. And it makes, you know, decision making really difficult. Uh, so we, we like to teach consistency uh, because consistency and remove some of those emotions, even though the volatility is still happening, you just have to keep your eyes focused on the vision ahead. That's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I love the parallels when we're talking about life and investing in general, because <clears throat> there's a lot of lessons that can be learned. And, and I, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I, I'm glad we're covering it. But when it comes to investing, many times people run away from perceived risky assets in fear of failing, right? However, those who do embrace things like new technology, like Bitcoin or blockchain technology, uh, you, you know, on the investment side, you often are rewarded greatly if it pans out. Now, if it doesn't, you know, that's another story, but the more risk that you take, the more reward or upside you can get, right? So if you play if you play it safe and just diversify with your investments, you might be able to protect what you have, which could be a good thing depending on where you are in life. But if you if you don't embrace some kind of high risk in some area of your portfolio, it's going to be harder to kind of grow your wealth at a faster pace. So I I find that it is also the case in life. So let's let's look at it this way. If you play it safe in life, you might keep everything that you currently have, keep things going as they are, right? But if you never branch out to embrace risk, you may not grow. So uh, how do you guys see this? Do you often embrace risk to grow or do you find yourself wanting to play it safe all the time? Uh, what should people consider? Maybe it's a mix of both. I don't know. I mean, it always goes back to that calculated <laughs> risk. I mean, risk can be mitigated only if there is a vision. I mean, you cannot determine what your consequences are going to be, but you can determine what your actions are going to be. And so when you're thinking about um, how you're going to inspire and how you're going to, you know, rear your household to say, hey, I want you to strive for something great versus saying, hey, you got to see, I'm so glad that you just went to school and didn't get bullied today. You know, like (laughs) that is a very demotivating way to go about it. So that's that's the thought process is just whenever you're thinking about how you're going to motivate and inspire your children or your your spouse, how are you actually walking that out so that they can buy in as well as being able to see that, you know, the vision is what's going to drive us and not, you know, the risk. Right. right. Man, I think that Marquise and I think very similarly. (laughs) Uh, I think a lot of our answer is going to sound pretty similar. Um, My thought here on this was that, you know, it's not either end of the extreme. It's not taking all the risk and it's not being totally conservative. Um, that said, this might sound familiar to what you were saying earlier, Marquise. I think you got to start with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, with a goal clearly defined, someone's better able to make a good decision about their finances or whatever it is that you're looking at some other part of your life. Um, you know, personally, I take risk and am conservative in different areas of life, right? I may be a little bit more, um, I might have a little bit more of an appetite for risk in my investments because I'm so young, but maybe I'm a little conservative in other areas. Um, but things that I consider are alignment with that defined goal and then altitude, as I mentioned earlier, am I getting caught up in the weeds of some of these small things that may not matter for too long? 
Um, so those are some of the things that I consider on that. Man, that's really good. Well, you guys both bring great points, and uh, gosh, we got a lot more questions to cover on this topic. I mean, it's going to be a fun conversation. So hopefully if you're listening to the show, you're going to get a lot out of this because we're going to be kind of talking about life lessons when it comes to all this stuff. But when we come back, we're definitely going to be talking more about volatility, how to win in both life and investing. So, And also stick around because in segment two, we're going to tell you once again how you can qualify to win $200 in Bitcoin. And uh, if you're looking for uh, more resources, you can always go to my website, mattjmore.com. And that's Matt J. Moore with two O's, M-O-O-R-E.com. Let's go ahead and roll the break. And uh, hey, Bob, go ahead and roll it. Thank you, brother. And uh, we will take a quick time out because we got to pay our bills around here and they are not taking Bitcoin yet. <clears throat> We're working on that. In any case, have the plan, stick to the plan. But I think what Nick said is so right. Yeah. Don't know where you're going, you ain't never going to get there. Got to know where you're going. We're going to break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. We are live and local in the big city of Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're talking not just about cryptocurrencies and, you know, volatility in the markets. Talking about life. We've all had a little volatility in our lives over the last couple of years. Yeah, we had that whole pandemic thing. You know, if you're like most people, you may change jobs. You may change places that you live. You're, you're dealing with, you know, craziness. Well, yeah, there's a way to deal with all that. You can't prevent crazy stuff from happening. What you can do is change how you respond. And that is the topic at hand today. Let's bring in our host. He is the guy who put this show together in the namesake, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. That is absolutely right. There are so many lessons that can be learned, you know, through life and through investing. I mean, we're talking about some of the things that people can relate to and some principles, some ideas that they can apply. So hopefully, if you're listening to this show, you're going to walk away with not just learning about Bitcoin, but uh, also learning about how maybe some of the lessons in life that you've learned can apply to your investing strategy. So in studio with me today to talk about the volatility of life in Bitcoin are two very special guests, Nick Burns from the Nick and Griff podcast and my good friend Marquise Dennis, the founder of the Birthright Living Legacy. Gentlemen, welcome back to one of America's only radio shows dedicated to this topic you guys ready to do segment two? We ready. Absolutely. Let's jump into it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, <clears throat> before we continue the fun conversation, because I know it's going to be a blast, I want to make the point, right? Don't forget that if you miss an episode of this great show, you can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, KRMG.com. We're all over the place. We're even on YouTube, right? Well, if you if you uh, missed an episode, please go back, listen to it. You're going to learn something. I promise you. And it's important that uh, we give a needed shout out to the people who help me stay on the air, on the radio, that is. And it's all because of this epic sponsor, their name. What is their name, Matt? Well, Get Hedge is the name of the company. They keep us going so we can help spread Bitcoin mass adoption to the whole to a whole new audience. So, uh, if this is your first time listening to this show, welcome. Uh, do you have a strategy? Here's here's a question for you. Do you have a strategy to obtain cryptocurrency? Maybe you're interested in it. You want to get into the space. Well, we all need a strategy, and we all need to do something on a regular basis. So, do you plan to automate your dollar cost averaging? And we'll talk more about that. What that term actually means. But what about getting all or maybe part of your paycheck in Bitcoin. Well, Hedge is cool because they're revolutionizing how you get paid. Hedge makes it easy to automatically convert your pay into cryptocurrencies. 
Whether you're an employer or an employee, you can get started in four easy steps. Start getting paid in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin. Cryptocurrency is a long-term play, so you better think about that strategy. Hedge is here to make it easy to stack those sats month after month. And here's my question for you. What are you waiting for? You know, we, we're living on the hedge, so I'd encourage you, stick around, check them out at gethedge.io. Again, that's gethedge.io. And here's how you can qualify. We talked about this before we went to break, right? I've been giving away Bitcoin, right? Maybe, you, uh, maybe you're like, hey, I want some of that Bitcoin, free Bitcoin. Well, here's how you can qualify for the next round. Uh, this $200 could honestly one day be worth thousands of dollars in purchasing power. So if you go to my website, mattjmore.com, scroll down to that resource section, and you'll see a button that says Get Hedge. Go ahead, click that, sign up for Hedge, start having a portion of your paycheck, allocated into Bitcoin. It can literally be as little or as much as you want. And here's here's the caveat. You've got to actively be using Hedge to qualify to win that $200. So, And uh, keep in mind that Hedge is cool because you can skip the exchange experience, which can be kind of, I don't know, clunky, uh, hard, hard sometimes. Uh, and you can just skip the exchange and have your cryptocurrency sent directly to a wallet that you're in control of. So go to my website, mattjmore.com. Scroll down to that resource section, and we would be happy to answer any questions that you have. You can always send me a message. That's why we're here. That's why we do this show. And uh, I don't know. Let's let's go ahead and get this back into uh, into a groove with Nick and Marquise. We're going to carry on the conversation. Guys, before we went to break, I had some great questions that I wanted to ask you. And uh, the first one is, when when it comes to investing, here's the thing. I feel that one of the strongest advantages that you or anybody can create is by investing into yourself. I know it might sound cliche, uh, but if you focus on education and you create a vision and a plan for yourself, you often do better than just making a bet and hoping things pan out. So <laughs> it's like, I mean, we did talk about that a little bit last segment, but it's kind of like saying, you know, that, that saying that's out there in the space, plan your trade and trade your plan. Mm. So, what advice do you guys have for those looking to maybe win big? Do you do you think that the the points I mentioned here are pivotal, or am I missing another point? No, I think I think what you're saying is right on. I mean, it just really goes into even even like you said, the practical part of it is the family investment. Like, what are you putting into yourself to get back out? Are you just going with what you were born with? I mean, did, were you born on third base and just want to continue to talk about hitting a triple? Or are you reading books? Are you putting things in? Are you going to uh, different places where you can learn from fathers or learn from people that have gone before you? Because if you don't have a plan to be able to invest in yourself, there is only a, you'll be the lid to your family. And there's so many things that happen, different nuances, different things that change over time. When we're talking about volatility, I mean, there's so many different things that have changed in the school and the world, you know, COVID, nobody could plan for that. But if you already had a vision and you already had a, a, a habit of being able to do things with your family and how that you just defaulted back to that. And that's where you went with your plan. Good Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, investing in your education and understanding is obviously a must, right? I think that we can all say that's obviously a must. Um, 
you know, and, and nobody can form a great plan or vision without knowledge and ideally the best knowledge, right? So kind of begs the question, like, where are you getting information? Are you reading books? Are you listening to right. podcasts? Well, are, you've got to fill up with that. Um, and, you know, I don't know if I've got any advice on winning big, uh, but but the people that I've seen that have won it big, they didn't do it overnight. It mm-hmm. was right. intentional. It was by design. It was consistently over a long period of time. Right, right. Well, I've seen. you know, and another point that uh, I'd like to bring up is, you know, in the Bitcoin culture, there's this idea called dollar cost averaging, and it's also in the investing world in general. But this basically means that you buy consistently all the time, no matter what the price is doing. And by doing this, your your cost of entry is averaging out. It's a rule that focuses on being, like you were saying, Nick, consistent with your strategy and conviction. And And once again, I find that in life, the more consistent we are in the small things, the more we win. It's like that saying, how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. <laughs> so just like winners are not made overnight, same goes for wealth. You win by stacking up those small victories day after day. So is this a mindset that you guys have? You know, what else would you add to that idea? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head on this one. Um, you know, talking about that big win, I think the big win comes in consistently by design, intentionally making making a decision that I'm going to do this, I'm going to crush the fundamentals every single day. Uh, with with investing, that that term is dollar cost averaging. I'm just going to consistently buy over time. If I want to get, uh, if I want if I want to build my bench press, I don't go in and bench press a new max right now right. today. I've got to build that over time, right? right. That's totally where I was going with this is I was like, you know, I I think of a story that I learned that was really cool about trying to do stuff like that where people, you know, don't plant the seeds on time. They wait and they go to fall and it's like, oh, let me try to cram it in and see if I can grow some corn in the next couple of weeks. It just doesn't happen. Mm. You have to stay consistent in order to get the yield that you're looking for. Mm. Gosh, so much, so much great content here. Well, uh, we're going to go to break here in just a second, but uh, we've got, like I said, some great more ground to cover with these two wonderful guests. Hopefully, you're getting something out of it. But uh, like I said earlier, if uh, if you're wanting to wrap your head around all this and uh, get in contact with me, maybe ask some questions. You can always go to mattjmore.com. I'm always happy to help. That's why we do this. And of course, as he mentioned earlier, but I'll bring it up again because it's worth mentioning. This is episode. What are we at? Sixty-three, sixty-four, yeah, right? 63. Yeah, 63. Uh, you may have missed one or two of them, uh, and, and you could be forgiven for that. But if you want to hear them, they're all there for you, krmg.com on demand or on the KRMG app. Anywhere you find good podcasts, you'll find them there too. And we'll be back with more of Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore right after this on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Oh, welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. Do appreciate you hanging out with us on your Sunday evening. Uh, looking ahead at the work week, mm, we might see some sprinkles. Not going to bust our drought, but we should get some clouds and a little bit of rain. That's going to help some of those volunteer firefighters out there. They need it. All right, so we're talking today about volatility. There can be volatility in your financial life. There can be volatility in your home life. And believe it or not, Some of the same strategies apply (laughs) on how you react and how you respond to all that and weather those little storms that life throws at us, both in your financial life and your personal life. And we've got a couple experts on those very topics joining us. 
the discussion led by this guy, our host, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, I tell you what, Sunday's my favorite day of the week because we get to come here and we get to have a great time and we get to have some wonderful conversations with some awesome guests. And today is uh, no different. In fact, uh, in studio, well, actually, first of all, if you've missed the last few segments, like Russell was indicating, we've been chatting with uh, Nick Burns from the Nick and Griff Show, along with Marquise Dennis, who's the founder of the Birthright Living Legacy. This whole episode has been dedicated on how we find a way to win in the face of volatility in both Bitcoin, vesting, life, right? Like Russell was indicating, there's a lot of similarities that they come into play. And, you know, I'm going to kind of switch up gears here and, and I'm going to pitch one to Nick. Uh, Nick, you know, we've, we may have talked about this before, but I, I want to get your take on this because this is a Bitcoin focused show. Um, let's take it back to that. Uh, you know, Bitcoin obviously is criticized sometime for being volatile. Um, or in your mind, is it maybe just misunderstood? Maybe it's both. Can you share with us your personal thoughts on the volatility of Bitcoin? Yeah, I think the uh, volatility question is, is one that I hear. Um, it's probably one of the most common ones that I hear is like, oh, it's so volatile. Uh, Bitcoin is volatile in dollar terms, right? But it's perfectly stable in terms of the Bitcoin monetary network, right? And that's a huge conversation, right, that we, it'd be tough to get into now. But I think issue number one is that most people fly at low altitudes, right? Like we talked about earlier, they get caught up in that volatility. So they fly at low altitudes, but they also can only see in terms of dollars because that's how we've grown up. Right. Uh, but not only that, Bitcoin's total size Right, as far as market size, the total asset class size is only a fraction of every other asset that it may be compared to. Every single other one, almost right. every single one. Um, it, you know, I, I was kind of thinking about this. It's like a, it's like a ten-year-old suiting up for an NFL football game on a Sunday. <laughs> and and uh, you know, it's it's not that it's not that he can't play football. It's just that he's a lot smaller and hasn't had the time to de to develop the technical skill, right? right? right. Um, and, and the NFL football player in this sense being the legacy financial system right. and the 10-year-old being young Bitcoin. Right? Yeah. No, that's good. Those are all great points. Any Anything else to add or are you finished there? Um, I think, yeah, I think it's just, it's mainly the size, you know, and as, as the, as the asset class continues to mature, right. more capital is going to flow from other areas to Bitcoin, therefore increasing its market size. And as it right. increases its market size, it's inherently going to reduce the volatility. And if we go through a, a transition, an evolution, a change in the monetary system, and maybe Bitcoin becomes a world reserve asset, well, then maybe it won't be perceived volatile. But every time you've got this emerging new technology, new asset class, I mean, we saw it with the internet stocks, you know, hey, volatility was the name of the game. And it's just going to be that way when something is so young and so small and a lot of opportunity. So, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to pitch one to uh, actually both of you guys. Um, you know, we all, we all, you know, believe that, uh, you know, legacies, right? We want to leave a lasting legacy to, to to people in our lives, especially our family, right? And and I want both of you to share with me three nuggets of wisdom that you would want to pass down to your children. First one being in finance, second one being in life, and third one, a spiritual one. So what are some nuggets of wisdom that you would want to pass on to create a lasting legacy? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just going in that order, I think financially, 
I would say to always budget. And, you know, a lot of times people look at a budget and they think it's like a constrictive type of thing. I don't mean it as, as a constriction, uh, more so just to account for what you've got coming in and what's going out, right? Specifically for that reason. And then you have to do your own work to build the plan uh, to make intentional decisions about right. what you're doing with that. Um, in life, my advice is uh, become more aware, as aware as you can, uh, of the thoughts that you're choosing to focus on. Uh, Russell, you said something earlier about responding versus reacting, right? We have to choose the thoughts we want to focus on because focus activates authority. And if we're operating in authority, we're going to steward wisely what we're given authority over. Um, and you know what follows uh, authority and uh, and focus? It, uh, or sorry, what 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 follows focus and stewardship is increase. Right. Um, now, spiritually, uh, this is kind of the foundation for everything, right? Uh, spiritually, the best thing that I do consistently is read the Word of God. Uh, the Bible is the living text, meaning that God will speak to the season of, of the life that you're in, right? Uh, and, and that's something that I've found that consistently, how can I, how can I be better at that? And for me, it's I got to read the Word. Marquise, what about you, man? Ditto. Can I just say ditto? Oh, you're, you're not going to add anything? <laughs> no, I, 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 I just gonna go, I'm just going to go with that one. That's fine. That's uh, fine no, right? just kidding. Uh, so for me, financially, I would just tell my kids, uh, it's funny that you use the word legacy. Uh, I heard this quote the other day that said, you know, uh, inheritance is what you leave. Legacy is who you leave it to. So right. when you're talking about legacy, I'm thinking financially, my biggest thing that I want to make sure is that they know that vision saves lives and discipline is all it's about. Right. No matter what it is that you're going to do as far as saving or if it's investing, just be disciplined in that process and know that each season changes and you have to be ready for that. In life, I would have to uh, falter on the side of making sure that you always see people as people and know that no matter how great you get at a thing, you will never be perfect. There's a lot That's of times good. that a lot of times people uh, lose a lot of time and energy searching for perfection and they will never find it. Right. And spiritually, I would always say, remember who you're following. Um, uh, for me, my example is Jesus Christ. And so a lot of times people like to rainbows and sunshines, Jesus. Uh, but I remember him being beaten on a cross beyond recognition of a human put up there next to murderers. And then somebody said, Hey, can you do me a favor? So if you keep that in context, it will help you to understand that life is not going to look like sunshine and rainbows, but you can still be impactful and effective in what you're doing. Mm. You know, what, what I love about what you're doing, Marquise, because you, you're, you're coming into this show. Yes, we are a cryptocurrency show. We're talking about investing, but you're, you're also focused on on uh, aspects of legacy, fatherhood. Uh, you, you have an overall mission. Um, so this question is for you because I feel like it's important to bring up. Um, you know, as far as your mission, you know, you, you guys have an event that you're putting on, right? What What's this, this this event that's coming on? So we have a fatherhood summit that's going to be coming up here soon. And it's for the foremost fatherhood expert, Dr. Ken Canfield, is going to be in town. He's going to be talking about fatherhood and grandfatherhood. And then we brought on Miss Michelle Watson, who is the foremost fatherhood and daughter relationship expert. And the reason is because when you're starting to think about how you're going to do things, a lot of times we are just dealt with the cards that we 
currently have. And as we had talked about earlier, and Nick had said, what books are you reading? What are you putting into yourself to be more effective? Uh, with anything that you're going to do, uh, the strategy is always based on the knowledge that you have. And a lot of people are making strategies based on things that they didn't like about their parents, when really they can find out there are best practices that you may not be aware of. And so this summit is just going to be bringing families together to let them know, hey, there's a lot of resources and tools out here that you may not even know that exist, but they are here, they're local, and we can help you to be able to get to this point where investing starts to become a thing. That's great. Well, you're, so you're telling me that being a grandfather is not just about spoiling the kids? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. You know, what's funny is, is the great thing that I, I learned about grandfatherhood is you are the curator of your own family museum. You are responsible for your, the kids knowing, you know, where you came from, how you got there, what struggles you went over, because otherwise it's just like a fortune. If you leave me a fortune, Matt, and I didn't earn it and I have no idea what you went through to get it, mm. how am I going to be a good steward of it? Because mm, I right. think it just happened like that. It's really right. good. Well, there's going to be some great concepts that you guys bring to the table at the event. If people are interested in checking it out, learning more, maybe attending, where would they go? They can go to uh, birthrightlivinglegacy.org. Uh, you can go to any of our social media sites, or you could just join us on Friday, October 14th. We're going to be at the Tulsa Dream Center, uh, where this is going to be taking place from 9 to 3. Or you could just give me a call at 918-922-9445. Awesome. Well, guys, you know, we, we're talking about investing. We're talking about, you know, money, Bitcoin. I mean, this is kind of what this show is dedicated to. So, so here's my question. Why is it important for us to teach our children about money, business, and investing. Well, well, you got any thoughts on that? Because nobody else is going to teach them. Right. Just to be honest. Uh, and Don't if they, learn it in school, really. Yeah, they won't, they won't teach you in school. They'll teach you how to do the math, but they won't teach you how to steward, and they won't teach you the understanding. And so when you start to negotiate contracts, when you're starting to think about opening businesses, you can't even make proper projections if you don't understand money. And Bitcoin is great because it's young. It's so volatile. There's a lesson every week. Every yeah, week you have something much. new to talk about. Pretty so that's much. great. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing was like, okay, well, if I don't, then who is? <laughs> um, you know, because you, you learn these things, whether you know it or not, at, you're, what's the right word? You're, uh, you're acting as your parents have, right? right? Or whoever has raised you, whatever you grow up around is what right. you start to absorb. And right. if you're, I mean, it takes a lot to, uh, to reverse some of those things if they're not the best practices, right? So it's like, if I'm not going to, well, then what, where are they going to learn that, you right. know? hopefully it's me, right? You know, but, but I mean, you know, who knows? So right. absolutely important. That's good. Well, um, what, here's the next question. What are some of your favorite resources that you hope to share with your children about money, business, and investing? Well, obviously this podcast, oh, I mean, this radio show. I mean, you know, if, if you have not been listening to the KRMG, uh, Matt Moore show, like you're, you're just missing out. Uh, but the other thing is to honestly, uh, I keep notes, you know, I'm in several threads of uh, Bitcoin just learning about it because I'm not there yet, but I am preparing the soil. So I get all of the notes and I learn as much as I can. And I put these in these journals that I'll be able to pass to my kids so that they can be able to pick up where I left off if I didn't get the opportunity to do so before. You know, yeah. I think I think that's that's gonna that's a really cool idea, like to leave a bunch of journals to to your kids. Absolutely, you know, like to go through and them to read everything you learned, everything you found valuable. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, I like that. I mean, my, my thought was, of course, all the books and the podcasts and everything else that everybody would recommend, um, you know, as far as myself, it's passing down my writings, like you're like, we're sitting here talking about my podcast. Uh, and, and then like, hey, come with me. Let me show you how I've done these things. Let's talk about it. Right. That's kind of my thought on how, how do I want to pass down? It's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I want to write stuff. I want to talk with them. I want to share my podcast, my YouTube channel, you know, like, Come, come look at all of this. And I, I had one dad that said, he said, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. Finish no, he thought. said, he said, he said, me and my kids don't play sports. I take him to go collect rent so he can see what it really looks like. Wow. Go get money. There you go. Interesting. <laughs> all right. Well, we got to pay the rent around here. So we're going to take a quick time out, but stay with us. You're listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. We are live and local in Tulsa, Oklahoma, like we are every Sunday about this time. Make sure you check in every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the very latest buzz is about cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies and all of that. And sometimes we expand out and talk a little bit about how some of the lessons learned there could actually, you know, apply to real life if there is such a thing. Well, this guy... Knows all about that. Matthew well, J. Moore. Hey. Yeah, that's right, Russell. You know, whether it's real life or whether we're living in a matrix, who cares? It still works, right? <laughs> yeah, it still hurts if somebody pitches me. So, yeah. Well, guys, this has been fun. It's been a great show. Uh, we've been chatting with Nick Burns from the Nick and Griff Show, along with Marquise Dennis, who is the founder of Birthright Living Legacy. And uh, this whole episode, as indicated, we've been focusing on overcoming the volatility of life and Bitcoin, because a lot of the same principles that we've talked about can be applied uh, both ways. And um, I, I want to start with this question, guys. You know, I, I have been tooting this horn for a long, long time, and uh, it just seems that every every day I get, you know, messages saying, you know, Matt, you, you might be right, this whole digitization of where things are going and decentralization and Bitcoin, right? Like, uh, it's yeah, it's a hard win. I've been shouting to a brick wall for a long time, but it uh, seems like that's changing. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, you know, if, if, if I am right and there is a monetary shift coming, you know, we expect to see this happen in our lifetime. How, how do you plan to survive and thrive? What happens if, you know, we really are moving away from centralization, maybe moving closer and closer to things like decentralization, back to sound money principles, and a whole new digital age? Because there's really two ways this can go. If people want a centralized, top-down, controlled digital currency or digital world, that's one route. Another route is, you know, we can still go digital, but we can be completely decentralized where nothing is controlled by one person, party, entity, government, you know, yada, yada, yada. We could go down that road. But those are two vastly different outcomes in how the world works. How do you prepare? You know, I think uh, the centralization versus decentralization is a very important piece to that. Um, I think that the more centralized it is, the less honest the uh, the scales and balances are. So my thought is, without getting into all the details, that the further we move toward decentralization, sound money, and that new digital age you're talking about, um, I think that it's going to be more honest uh, scales uh, and balances. Um, that that being said, I believe that the shift would only improve the life of the person who's operating with intention, like we've talked about up to this point, um, in, in all areas of their life. So that's what I'm going to do, is I'm going to continue... Um, acting in a certain way, that's a quote from uh, Wallace Waddles in 
um, the science of getting rich. So I'm just mm. going to continue being intentional about every part of my life, um, whether that's, you know, personal, professional, in the gym, uh, with my fiance, with right. my friends and family, with my physical health, all those things. And I, I'm just going to continue acting uh, in that certain way as well as w- Waddle says. I love it. I, uh, on the other hand, have dad bod going on over here. So I think I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> hey, I heard that's the new do. thing, though. <laughs> that's okay. the new thing, you know. Uh, but for real, uh, the thing is for me is like, you know, understanding the centralized and decentralized, you know, it, it is going to make a huge difference on the approach. Uh, so with my family, what we've decided to do is, hey, let's take care of the things that we can do now. Let's get to a place where we are not going to be as impacted either way. And that's taking care of the, the debts, making sure that we have a nest egg to sit on in case the transfer does need to take place. We have something to make those purchases with. But right now, let's put ourselves in a position where we're not making any major unnecessary purchases and things of that nature so we can get out of debt, so we can make sure as we start this investment portion, once we get down that road, uh, all of the knowledge and things that we've been learning before we got on the chessboard, uh, it makes it a lot easier because there's no pressure as we're learning it now versus if we put money in and then, you know, I'm calling Matt every 10 minutes trying to figure out, hey, but it says it's doing this now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yes, I, I definitely think that uh, we're going to see some continued volatility, but uh, it's not to be discouraged. Um, guys, I, I before we close up the show, because we only got a couple more minutes, I, I really want people to be able to find you, follow you if they found what you had to say today. Interesting. So, Nick, let's start with you. Uh, tell us about where people can find you. Yeah, uh, Griffin, I would love to see you guys on Twitter. Um, we just started a new segment on the show. It's called Tweets of the Week. Would love to see you guys posting some good tweets. Maybe you've, <laughs> maybe you'll be on the show um, at Nick and Griff Show on Twitter. Um, also, if you go to nickandgriffshow.com, that'll take you to all of our major platforms. And uh, that is spelled a little unique. It's N Y C Nick. And A N D spelled out. Griff is G R I F F with two Fs. That's nickandgriffshow.com. You can find all of our stuff. That's right. Marquise? Awesome. You can just find me at www.brlivinglegacy.org or .com. Uh, all of our social media stuff is there. Uh, you can find me on any of the social media platforms. But everything is through our website. Uh, so you can find all of the things that you're looking for. Twitter. I don't have any Twitter followers. So, I, I you know. i got to work on that. I'm working on that. But well, We can know. follow you on Twitter if you want us to. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so any of those platforms, you can find us in uh, Birthright Living Legacy. Um, like I said, we'd love to have you. All right. Well, Marquise, one more time. I want you to share about the the really cool event that's coming up that you guys are putting on. So we have a fatherhood summit, the first of its kind. It's going to be at the Tulsa Dream Center located at 200 West 46th Street North. Uh, it's going to be we have we sold out twice, actually. Wow. Uh, we had to increase ticket capacity uh, because we have a lot of space. Uh, but we are going to be having Dr. Ken Canfield coming in. He is the uh, fatherhood.com inventor as well as the National Center for Fathering. He is going to be the keynote speaker. And then we'll have the uh, Michelle Watson Canfield, who is the foremost father-daughter expert. They're both coming in. We'll have breakout rooms. We'll have free food. Uh, it's just going to be amazing. That's so. That sounds awesome. Well, guys, you, you've heard it here on Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We've been talking about the parallels between investing, life, overcoming volatility. I, I really want to encourage you, if you are wanting to dig deeper in this, I'm always available for keynote speaking, for one-on-one consultations. You can find out all the details by going to mattjmoore.com. Uh, 
You can find all the details. You can send me a question because there's a lot to learn when it comes to this space. And I guarantee you, he'll be back here next Sunday. Oh, about five o'clock Tulsa time for another edition of Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. Thank you very much to Nick. Thank you very much to Marquise. And thank you, listener, for joining us. And we'll see you here next Sunday at 5. I'm Russell Mills. Have a good weekend.